Welcome to another episode of the Finance and Property Survival Guide. This is a standalone episode Victoria and I wanted to create. I think we're going to go with Credit 101 for the title. Victoria is the CEO of Credit Fix Solutions. They help people undo bad credit reporting if they can to help better your chances of obtaining finance for a home loan, car loan, and much, much more. If you haven't heard of Victoria on the show before, I recommend you listen to our previous episode as part of the advice I'd give my 24-year-old self series. Victoria has a badass origin story that I would love for more people to hear. Uh, This episode is a a breakdown show. I want to help people understand what a credit score is and why having a good credit score is important, as well as what a credit inquiry is and much, much more. I have included all the relevant links in the description of the show, so if you'd like, you'll be able to get in contact with Victoria to learn more or obtain a credit score for free so you can understand how they work a little better. I hope this episode helps you as much as it did me. So without further ado, here it is. Um, we may as well just get into it. Um, Done. For anybody that might not uh, know who you are from a previous chat we did, do you want to just do a little brief like introduction of who you are, what you do, and how you of got course, to where you are? Not? Yeah. Why not, Damien? <laughs> um, yeah, my name is Victoria. I'm the CEO of Credit Fix Solutions, and we help people across Australia to understand their credit report and then potentially fix their credit report if they have any negative data on there that's you know stopping them from getting a loan so mostly we deal with finance brokers so I I built the business from 2013 uh, from my son's bedroom Um, I was a single mum at the time and just in the local area of uh, western Sydney and I had uh, probably 40 or 50 finance brokers to start and as at today, we've got about 5,000 mortgage brokers. So mm. they help you get a home loan, right, uh, rather than doing it yourself. Uh, we have about 5,000 of them referring to us across Australia. And then so then they'll send their clients and their credit reports to us. And then I've got a team and we sit here and, you know, educating on credit reporting, like what is your credit score? What is repayment history information? There's a lot to go through. So it's, it, sure. it's good. I love it. I wanted this episode to almost be like a credit 101, you know, like a bit of an explanation of how all of that works and some of the terminology that, especially before I got into the industry, I didn't even understand what credit scores were or the terminology. A lot of what holds a lot of young people back getting into this stuff is all the jargon seems a little confusing. It's just, it makes it all seem a little harder than it needs to be. So I thought if we can sort of explain some of that stuff through today, hopefully more people can sort of understand it better. That's the plan at least. Definitely. Happy to yeah. assist, but you'll have to pull me up if I start using jargon. For sure, I've yeah, been yeah. Finance for 20 years now. Yeah. So. 100%. Yeah, yeah, okay. So first thing I reckon we could start with is what credit scores are, why they matter, um, and sort of we'll just go from there, I guess, yeah. Okay, so a credit score. So when you apply for a loan, the first thing that the personal loan, car loan, whatever it is, the first thing that a lender, so a bank or whoever it is, the first thing that they do is they check your credit report and your credit report sits there and basically the credit reporting agency, as we call them, or the company that stores our personal data, collects our personal data like our name, our date of birth, our addresses, our our employer, and then it also collects data such as did you recently do an inquiry for a phone plan, for example? So mm. it collects all of that sort of financial data, inquiries, things like that, whether we've paid our credit cards on time, for example. That's your credit report. 
and you've got three different credit reporting agencies in Australia. Don't ask me why. It doesn't make sense. We should just mm. have one. Um, right. it, you know, it doesn't create anti-competitive behaviour. It, it's a report that lenders check and use as a tool to see if you're worthy of being approved for a loan. So okay. that being said, I don't think there should be three. So I don't want anyone to freak out and go, oh, my God, I've got three different credit reports. Yeah. Um, the, the main credit reporting agency is Equifax. It used to be known as, as Vida. And you can go and get your free credit report from Equifax. Um, the website is mycreditfile.com.au. Grab that one. Um, but if you feel like maybe you've missed some things, you can grab your other two as well. Um, and maybe you can just put the links to those um, in, in the podcast yeah, yeah, later on. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that'd be good. So your credit report then sits there. And depending on what information you have in there dictates what score they give you. So that's what your credit score is. It's based on the data that's within your credit report. It sits in your credit mm. report. Okay. Um, you have to excuse my nails, by the way, because it's yeah, COVID, right. <laughs> COVID, COVID nails. Um, <laughs> so, so scores, Equifax, I'm talking about Equifax credit, credit score. Ilian has a credit score as well. Um, your scores can be different um, because some lenders may uh, check your Ilian report and some lenders may check your Equifax and your Ilian report, right? So your score is going to be a bit different. But just talking about Equifax, the scores range from zero to 1,200, um, zero being bad, and 1200 being good right okay. so the lower you are the less likely you are to be able to obtain finance okay. subject to lenders terms and conditions because some lenders right. don't credit score check right they okay. just look at your credit report um, most people we find sit at around the six to seven hundred mark um, that's deemed normal um, that's an average score and that's fine you don't need to worry if you go and grab your credit report from equifax and your score is only 650 um, it doesn't need to be near a thousand. Um, very rarely do I see anyone sitting at about 900, a thousand. Um, most people sit at around 700 and that's okay. As long as your score's around 700, uh, most brokers that we speak to say, yeah, I can get that person alone, whatever they're right. looking for. Sort of something you mentioned with the three different credit reporting agencies, something I've heard just from some of our clients where, a certain credit reporting agency won't actually have something on that file that then the one of the other two does have. Like sometimes mm -hmm. there's missing links. Is that sort of common or is that sort of, it just, it happens, but it's not a super. It's not, it's not super common. I mean, I think, you know, if we look at, we're seeing maybe 200 credit reports a week, right? Cause we're okay. super busy and we're across the country. So say we see 200 reports a week, 99% um, of people, Whatever's on their Equifax report is on their Ilian report, ninety-nine percent. Okay. But yeah. but we had a client um, this week, and uh, one of my consultants, Mariana, she shared this story yesterday in our monthly um, AMA that we did. Client came on board with an Equifax report. She didn't have anything on there that was negative, so no bad marks. Basically, let's just call them that for now to keep it easy. Uh, we won't go into technical terms, but I sure. guess we can go into that later yeah we'll whatever. see how we go yeah yes see how we go um so but all, all she had was a couple of buy now pay later inquiries so her score was just a little bit low because certain inquiries can pull your score down more than others so like a home loan inquiry is less risky because it's a secured loan so it doesn't affect your credit score so much but a buy now pay later or a credit card for example um can can, can drop down your score a little bit more 
mm. just say than a, a home learning okay, inquiry. Okay. So, so Mariana ran through the scenario with her, said, look, you know, your credit score's a bit low. You've got a couple of buy now, pay later inquiries on there. Happy to help you remove them. It would have cost her a few hundred dollars once we removed them, right? So hardly any cost. Um, we started work. And then when we start work, what we do is we email the client and say, hey, you've only given us your Equifax report. Can you go and get your Ilian and your Experian as well? Now, she did. And the reporting agencies take different times to get your report. So Experian takes about a week or two. They're really slow. Um, Ilian takes a couple of days. So she then got her Ilian report. Now, there were two defaults on her Ilian report that hadn't shown on her Equifax. Um, at that point, Mariana picked up the phone and said, hey, look, you've got two defaults now. Defaults where you don't pay a bill for a really, really long time. And then they list a default against you for five years, right? Five years. Doesn't matter whether you pay it in year two or year three. It just gets marked as paid. It's on there for five years. It's there okay. to show future lenders that you've missed a payment. And your punishment is five years, which I think is a bit ridiculous. Probably yeah. three years would be sufficient. Um Anyway, so the, the client discussed them with Mariana and Mariana was like, well, sounds like we might have legal grounds to remove those defaults. So look, we'll still work on those inquiries on your Equifax report, but we'll start working on the two defaults as well. Right. Um, a few days later, the client sent, which was this week, sent the uh, Experian report and the two defaults were on there, but also a bankruptcy. Right. Um, and at that point, Mariana picked up the phone and said, look, I'm just going to stop work right now because, yes, we can remove those inquiries and, yes, we can remove those two defaults, but you can't remove bankruptcy. Bankruptcy is when you basically file to AFSA that you can't pay your debts anymore um, and you go into bankruptcy, um, all your debts get wiped. It's a bit more complex than that, but just okay. keep it simple. Um and, and those, those can't be removed because they're governed through AFSA and you just can't remove them. They sit there for five years as well. So that's just an example. And it's not common. Mm -hmm. um, but if you feel that you've had some issues in the last year or two, which lots of people have had because of COVID and the effects on employment and things like that, might have missed a couple of phone payments. It is better to get all three reports. A hundred percent. We say that every single time. Okay. Uh, talking about default. So, if you have a bill, if you have just like a phone bill that you don't pay, that's let's say it's fifty dollars on a phone bill, do they mm -hmm. treat that as a default the same way as a big bill? So if you've missed a two hundred, three hundred dollar bill, is that treated the same and affects your credit score the same as a fifty dollar bill you never pay, or is there sort of is it proportionally um, treated? Um, the the you mean the effect on the score? Yeah, or like, your ability to obtain finance yeah so yeah. it's pretty much the same effect on the score so if you've got a two thousand dollar credit card default or you've got a three hundred dollar optus you know telco default like you said for a phone bill um it's going to have the same effect on your score uh, more importantly it's going to have the same effect on your ability to get a loan um, sure. so i went through my divorce you know 15 years ago um i had a electricity default for 300 bucks or something um, and I couldn't get a car loan, you know, okay. so I just had to pay cash for like crap cars, <laughs> right. um, you know, and, and so, yeah, it does have the same effect on your ability to obtain finance, which yeah, I think is the most important point. Okay. Um, if, if the debt is under $150, they can't list it as a default. So 
you know, back in the day, we used to have, you know, DVD stores, right? You go to the DVD store and you might not return a DVD. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, don't panic. Or, or a gym membership is probably more current, right? You've got a gym membership. You've missed a couple of payments of 30 bucks. Um, they can't list that as a default. Um, the, the minimum debt is $150. Yeah, okay, right. And um, so that's sort of the credit reporting side of things. You were mentioning credit inquiries. Um, yes. The only experience I've got with that is when I've when I came back from Canada, I had to get a phone plan on my own because I had always been, before I was overseas, I was linked to my family's like overall plans. But then when I came back and got one for myself, they had to do a credit inquiry or a credit check uh, to sort of see if I had any issues in the past with financial um, yep. things. Yeah. So is it okay to just sort of break down what a credit inquiry is and how they might affect your credit report or your credit score ongoing? Because you brought it up with credit card mm-hmm. inquiries pulling down your, your credit score. So if we could go through mm-hmm. like how credit inquiries, what they are and how they work. Yeah, sure. Um, so coming back to your credit report and the data in your report. Right. So that's where every everyone is going to that report to see if you're worthy of finance, right? So when you go for a phone plan and you want an upgrade and you want a new iPhone and they go in there and they say, yeah, hey, you know, we're happy to sign you up for this 12-month contract. It's um, $75 a month. First thing they do is they go to Equifax and check your credit report. That check is what we call a hard inquiry so every time someone's checking on you to see if they should give you finance that is an inquiry and so that sits within your credit report so on your credit report every time you've applied for an electricity account every time you've applied for a phone every time you've uh, applied for a credit card they go in and look at your report um, and that's called an inquiry and, and that inquiry sits there. You have you, your credit report goes back, you know, five years. So whatever you've done in the last five years, wherever you've applied for a phone, um, for, a, you know, gas, electricity account, whatever it might be, those inquiries are on there. Now, it's very mm. normal for people to have about five to 10 inquiries per year. I'm talking about once people, you know, have a credit card, have a car loan, that sort of thing. If you're a bit younger, you've probably got quite an inactive report. Like for you, for example, you've probably only just got the phone plan mm. on there. And that's My fine. My like mean- 400 and I've, because yeah. I've got nothing. I haven't done anything. Because you've got nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's kind of weird, right? Because you would think that the AI, that the algorithms in the back of Equifax would say, you know, Damien's a great guy. He's had one inquiry his whole life. <laughs> I'm going to record it, it that doesn't... and keep it for like, I'll just play it to people. I'm a great guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah good one. <laughs> yeah, so you would think that it would make sense, you know, oh, I've only done two inquiries my whole life. My score must be 1,200. It doesn't work like that because it actually it doesn't even make sense. Like common sense just goes out the window because the AI, the algorithms in the back of Equifax go, hang on a minute, Damien's only had one phone plan his entire life. He must be crap, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, so, but once you go and you do a credit card or you do a car loan, oddly enough, your credit score is going to go up um, as long as you make your payments on time. Okay. And this might be getting a bit deep in the weeds, but... If you apply for a credit card, so they conduct a credit inquiry, uh, what did you call it? A hard, hard inquiry? Or a hard, hard inquiry, yeah. Okay, yeah. so if I just say I go to a bank for a credit card, they do a hard inquiry. The inquiry pulls my credit score down regardless of an approval or a 
denial or is it yeah, yeah so like, before you're approved so the first thing and mostly it's just uh your your details are put through a system and the ai either auto declines you or approves you and that that's kind of called a conditional approval so the minute you're you know a lot of us are on our phones right and you might think oh i can just sit there and you know apply for a credit card and you go online and you you know hit apply 10 times what what you're not realizing is is that each time you do that the first thing they're doing is accessing your report because you've clicked i agree to your privacy policy which you then haven't read <laughs> and they then have the right even verbal you ring up a place and they go yeah yeah no i can put an application in for you now they'll go and they'll they'll hit your credit report so they'll go and check on you straight away regardless of whether they give you the money or not okay and so i had a my brother's yeah. friend right a few years ago now when we were yeah. when we were young and a bit stupid he um he was about to get married and he wanted to kind of surprise his fiance and get their home loan approved and blah 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 anyway so he goes online right jumps on the computer at home and he applied like 50 times for for a home loan in a weekend right, right? Okay. and then comes over because he lived down the road from me and my brother and mum whatever and he came over <laughs> and uh, I was in finance broken back then you know early right. 20s and he's he's about three years younger than me and he comes over and he's like oh my my credit report's really bad now I did it's like what did you do and he goes oh, I went online I didn't realize you know um that every time I submitted something online that they were doing a credit check and I was like mm. uh -huh. okay because people don't know like what you said at the start you just don't know like Amelia started working for me at 18 um and has learned so much in the last two years but she actually educates all her friends and her cousins mm. you know and they're yeah, like 100%. wow how do you know this stuff yeah yeah and so mm. yeah that that's sort of a thing so if I if I for anyone out there if you were applying for like three or four different credit cards mm. even if you're approved for all of those credit cards that stays on your file and does that bring down your score just that you like you've obtained at, them? at that point at that point right. yes if you've okay. done four inquiries and they're sitting on your report so at that point equifax would go whoa four inquiries you got four credit cards and it would drop but okay. then over the months, as the time goes on and say, if you made payments every single month on time, um, that because you've got your repayment history on your on your credit yeah. reports now. Okay. Right. So 24 months. Yep. Going back from now um, are, are recorded. So as long as those 24 months or however many months you've had that credit card or the credit cards for you've paid on time, yeah. uh, your score will start to go up okay. because then you're a good payer. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause that was, that's something I was sort of trying to understand about credit cards. Again, I, I'm, mm. I'm not against getting a credit card. I've just never needed one. And my parents never said like, get a credit card. So I, I don't, but um, mm. if you get a credit card, that's going to negatively affect your credit score. But then once you, as long as you don't miss a payment and you show yeah. good character of paying it off in the 30 days or whatever it is before yeah. they charge you yeah. on a late repayment, you'll be able to build that score back up with yeah. almost like showing yeah. you've got a good history of credit repaying. Yeah. So when you, yeah. when you first get the credit card, because of the inquiry, your score will probably drop about 50 points, maybe anywhere between 30 and a hundred. So okay. if you're sitting at 700, you'll take out the credit card and you might sit at 660 650 um okay. but moving forward three to six months down the track you know you, your score might be 750 800 if you've been okay. on time with payments. yeah right yeah. okay and so i guess that's a thing of like 
I wonder whether, because you don't want to be, te- obviously it's not like a giving people this is a good idea of what to do unless you really don't like, don't need a yeah, credit card. Yeah, this is card, for like, information purposes only. For sure, yeah. Oh, I put, I'll put all that in the, the little disclaimer <laughs> yeah, in the bio too, yeah. Is there something to be said that if you want to build up a good history of, is it is it worth it for someone like myself that has no history of credit in the negative or the positive, is it worth it to have a credit card to show that I have the history? Okay. I'd be, you know, I'm not, I'm not giving financial advice, but I think for my sure. opinion's valid. I've been in finance for 20 years, right? So I've seen thousands of reports and thousands of people trying to get loans and helping them with finance. Yeah, for sure. Like I'll, I'll be telling, you know, my kids, uh, once they've got a job and once they know that they can afford it, go and get a small credit card, you know, 1500 two grand and make mm. sure you pay the minimum payment every month. And then you'll get a good score. Um, you also build up your credit worthiness with that bank or lender. Um, you know, so if you've got a small um, credit card with a lender and you've paid that off over the, you know, a year or two, and then you're ready to maybe put a deposit on a small unit or something like that, well, they're going to go, oh, great, you know, two years, tick that box, great history. Mm. Uh, in the meantime, your score um, should be pretty solid by then too. So, yeah, okay. I, I, I would. Not okay. saying go and do it now. You know, yeah, you've got okay. to make sure. Think think about things like, do I have a regular income? Um, you know, you're not going to go and do that if you've got a casual job, especially given the current environment with COVID, right? For you sure. don't know if you're going to have shifts next week. If you're living week to week and one week's worth of missing out on work means you can't eat or you can't pay that credit card bill, then don't do it now. Just For sure. wait. I, I think as long as you're in full-time or at least permanent part-time work um and and you can definitely afford the payments and your job is secure then do it but maybe only do it once you think i'm probably a year or two away from wanting to buy a property yeah you know if you if if you're not looking to buy something right now who cares um and i know for a fact like even if your school's like 400 ish you can still go and get a car loan Mm. um you know, if that's the next step that you're doing and then you'll build your credit from there. Right. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Another thing we're going to sort of cover was credit cards have always been sort of a pretty common, how people do business and how people pay for mm. things and buy now pay later schemes have sort of, they got probably, I feel like the stock price of like after pay or zip pay have gone up crazy over COVID. Um, yeah. And yeah. obviously like square, which is a big, um, I think they are big, like, purchase processor for cafes and stuff in the states have bought yeah. afterpay but we'll talk more generally about some of the other schemes too how are things like afterpay or um zip pay uh there's a few others but i can never remember all of them there's too many but how are they different yeah there's open pay everything yeah. has pay at the end yeah that's a good rule pay, of thumb. pay us <laughs> yeah, yeah um what's the how, you how yeah 100 like how are they how are they treated how are they, I guess, yeah, like are they treated differently to credit cards and how credit card defaults would work? Yeah, well, they they don't look good on your credit report yeah. because, and you've got to think of it from a lender's perspective. So that's kind of how we think. We look at the consumer's report and we think what would that lender think of that person if they've got four buy now, pay later inquiries on their credit report. Now, you could argue that that person used uh, a buy now, pay later loan to pay for a kid's dental bill uh, which is fine you know Mm. 
it's interest free. Um, it's not like a credit card where you're going to pay interest and things like that. You chose to pay that off over three months because it was an additional purchase and it was a need for your family. Right. Right. But people in credit at the banks and lenders, they kind of think worst case scenario. So they see those four inquiries. They don't know that, you know, you just had a massive dentist bill for one of your kids or whatever. Mm. Um, they'll, they'll think, okay, did you just go and buy four designer handbags? You know, are you okay. are you living outside of your means? And that's what a credit assessor will question when mm. they see buy now, pay later inquiries on your credit report is, are you actually having issues managing your money? They'll think worst case scenario. Yeah. Okay. Then they'll want to see, and, and regardless of whether the inquiry is on your credit report and it affects your credit score, any lender, they're going to ask for all your statements because you're going to fill in your assets and liabilities sheet, right? Which is what you own what you owe, what yeah. you earn, what you spend, right? So right, A&L, right. it's called assets and liabilities. So you feel, feel, you know that, but just explaining it for the audience. But um, that they'll, they'll check that and then they'll want the statements. So they'll see your bank statement for the last six months and they'll see that you've got uh, afterpay uh, payments every month. And then they're going to ask you the question, you know, what, what did you buy? Can you show us? And if you have, just use it. Like you can buy now, pay later your pizza, you know, mm. what, what does that show someone in credit? Like, should I think, think about it from their point of view. Imagine you're lending someone money. I, I, do you really want to lend them money if they're eating their pizza and paying for it later? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I would. For sure. That was my yeah, money. Yeah. So you've got to remember, you've got to think like a bank. Um, yeah. 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 What, There's, what does it um, look like? Something that my dad started harping on about that I want to patent. I want to call it like the golden triangle, the three C's. It's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. capacity, collateral, and character. And yes. like those are the things that, and it look, someone's probably said it before my dad, but I'm going to pretend that dad came up with it. Um, I won't I just, comment then. <laughs> <laughs> but, and so I, I guess like if I was going to lend, and I've done this before, if I, when I've lent money to friends, uh, if they needed it, I have made, had a quick little process in my mind of thinking back, like, are they good with their money? Do they throw money away very too willingly? Um, yeah. I'll assess in a little instant, whether I think it's a good bet that I'm going to see this money again. Yeah. So, and 100%. that's what banks, that's yeah. what banks do. It's except it's not $50 or a hundred bucks. It's like a million or 800 grand. So I think people need to keep that in mind for sure. And so, yeah, I guess the buy now, pay later stuff, it seems like the bank's first question is, why did you put this on buy now, pay later instead of just mm -hmm. paying for it and just buying And if it's it. a okay. genuine, legitimate purchase and you can show that, then you're probably going to be all right. Um, yeah, okay. But if you're buying pizzas and paying later, yeah, um, there's an issue. For sure. With your, with your credit worthiness, yeah. right? Yeah. And your ability that, yeah. to like manage your money you know yeah. you need to show that you can manage your money properly for sure yeah if you're doing mm. a buy now pay later for a cheesy garlic bread yeah <laughs> imagine that yeah. i might try it no i'm not that'd I'm be not so funny <laughs> you're paying two two dollars a month for an eight dollar garlic bread it would be pretty funny just for the story it would be yeah it would be fun like imagine sitting there in credit right and you get this application for a yeah, yeah, yeah. credit card and you're yeah like, yeah Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I still I'm I'm owing six dollars on a garlic bread from last month, but ever everything else I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um 
Uh, last thing again, I guess we could cover with the buy now, pay later stuff is if you are late on a buy now, pay later payment, does that affect your credit score the same way a late payment on a credit card would? Answer is twofold. Okay. So we talked a bit about the 24-month repayment history being yeah. on our credit, credit reports. Yep, that doesn't apply to buy now, pay laters. So if you've got a zip pay account um, and you've had it for a few months, they're not reporting every month if you're on time. But with a credit card, most lenders across the board, I would say we're close to the 100% mark now. They are all reporting your repayments for 24 months. So mm. if you miss your credit card payments, then your score is going to drop. But if you miss your buy now, pay later loan payments, it's not going to affect your score because your that data isn't being reported onto your credit report. But if you miss two or three and you're in severe arrears and you don't catch up, um, then they will list a default the same way as a credit card provider would, which would have the right. same effect on your credit score and your future ability to obtain finance. And that's five years, you know, like right. I was saying before, a default is five years. It's, it's a long time. But all, yeah. all you need to do if you feel like, you know, you're going to miss a payment is get in touch with them. So zip pay, CBA, ANZ, whoever it is that you've got a, a debt with, get in touch with them and just sort out temporary financial assistance. So yeah. they will offer you, you know, a hardship package. They will maybe let you have a couple, two or three payments off and then you can catch up as long as you get in touch with them. So just don't put your head in the sand. Yeah, okay. And that's mm -hmm. that's probably a good takeaway too that I, I wasn't as aware of until maybe a year ago that if you mm -hmm. do have a credit card and you're struggling to make the repayments, you can, if you do contact your lender that you got in touch with, like you said, you can yeah. sort out some sort of um, arrangement that means you're, you, you, you might be able to have a break of paying off the, the money you owe and it won't mm -hmm. affect your credit score in the interim. That is that yeah, sort of 100%. how it would work? Yeah, okay. 100% because then those monthly arrears aren't being put on your report that you've missed those months' payments. Right. As long yeah, as you're okay. in a hardship arrangement. Yeah. Okay. They can't do it forever though. You know, like we have people yeah. come into us and they've been in hardship for 12 months and then they're going, oh, but I was asking for assistance and they didn't give it to me. And it's like, well, they only need to offer you temporary financial assistance. Yeah. You know, they can't they put don't... a pause on it forever. No. Yeah. No. So at that point, I suppose you'd, you'd need to go and get some financial advice, right? Um, mm. You know, if you're really, really struggling and it's going to be long term. Uh, which we've seen a lot with uh, families, unfortunately. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, mm. If people wanted to get in touch or um, learn more about Credit Fix, how would they go about doing that? And you, you mentioned, did I miss the AMA yesterday? You did. Oh, I didn't God. see you there. I didn't even. I didn't even look it up. I don't know if I. Um, how do you we? Miss how, me if, my, yeah. uh, you missed me. You missed me. Did you have a unicorn, unicorn hat, hat on? A hundred percent. Unicorn hat. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> I. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, so if anyone wanted to get in touch or um, want to join any of the AMAs you do, maybe just explain mm -hmm. what the AMAs are for as well. Uh, it's, it's really cool. So uh, yeah. my uh, second in charge, uh, our chief operating officer, he's very much into crypto, right? And one of the uh, crypto nerds, you know, that running one of these, I don't know, I can't remember which one it is. Uh, maybe it's that 
uh, safe moon something like that i don't know anyway so they they do these amas right so they get on there you know all these like you know like guys like you you know very smart right. nerdy just really uh-huh. into tech and all the rest of it you right. know god knows what they're building you know yeah. behind all these platforms but they have an ama every okay. week and there's right. four founders of safe moon right and they sit there and then there's like one's got his vape the other one's got a beard you know, one's like you with a cap on and looking super cool. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, we're going to change the world, you know, to right, the moon. Okay. But it's it's really interactive and it's a chance to get to see the founders. Like, why right. should I invest in SafeMoon? But because right. you get to see them every week, you feel that connection. And we don't have yeah. that connection like we used to because of COVID and all the rest of it. We can't travel. Um, and, and in the corporate world, so where I sit, really, really boring most of the time. You know, you get all these freaking webinars where you sit there and you stare at someone who's, you know, teaching you some crap and you zone out 10 times and yeah. maybe hide your camera and go and get a coffee or whatever, just yeah. walk away. Or just say <laughs> like, you've got say you've got problems with your camera, so you just tape it. Problems with my camera. Yeah, yeah halfway yeah. through. Sorry, I've got to go. I've got a client. Yeah. I've got a call, you know. <laughs> and and so there's, there's, there's just this, like, lack of interaction. Like, everyone's yeah. frigging bored. We're all over it. Right. So I was like, and, and, and you still want to have a touch point with your clients, right? Sure. So, and then, so then Jardine mentioned, um, my COO, he mentioned, he goes, well, why don't we do an AMA? And I'm like, AMA for credit reporting. Like, who's going to tune into a mm. AMA about? Like, I said, Safe Moon's cool. Like, I understand why they want to sit there and watch the Safe Moon founders, you know, vaping and all the rest of it. Yeah. But, and they've got some really cool stuff to talk about. I said, we're talking about credit reports here. And he's like, no, yeah. I think it'll be good. Yeah. So, anyway, so we tried it last month. Um, July was our first one. Okay. Uh, which I told you about. Yeah. Um, and we had like, I think five finance brokers come along yeah. but they asked really good questions and it went for an yeah, for hour sure. and it was so informative and and because you've got brokers at different levels and brokers seeing different things and they all learned so much so then august we ran um the next one which was yesterday the one that you missed um and uh, i think we had about 15 16 brokers come along again they loved it they got a cpd point for coming along because they need to have points as you know um, for their broker's license um for, for learning and things like that that they've done throughout the year so yeah it was it was really great and we just keep it casual and they get to interact with us and they get to ask questions yeah um you know and it's just way more fun and 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 they get to see you in a unicorn hat mm. which is you know i'll cool. i'll leave the um i've got one of those like russian soviet black uh the big like beanie looking things I'll have to pop yeah. that out. <laughs> yeah. I'll bring that along for the next one or the or I'll sport Done. energy my yeah. hat. Um, yeah. And well, yeah, if, the yeah. AMA could be for anyone, right? It doesn't have for to sure. be for a finance broker. Like come along. If you're just, if you've just got a few questions about credit reporting or you'd like to learn more, just come along. You know, you can just flick me an email um, and I'll send you out an invite. Um, or you can, you know, jump on the website and send us a contact form, um, which is creditfixsolutions.com.au. Beautiful. Or maybe just chuck my chuck my email address um, on the description. With yeah, the I can podcast. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do do that, and then if they maybe just want to flick me an email and come along, come along to the AMA because you could go and get your credit report now, right? And then maybe you've got some questions. Don't worry about understanding it all yourself because it's a freaking headache. Mm. Come along to the AMA and and, and come in. You can have. You can have your camera off. You do not have to have your camera on. It is and very weird at first. It is very weird. To, yeah. 
And I've noticed my 15-year-old really struggles with it for school. Right. He says his camera's broken all the time. Right. Um, so, look, we have a, you can have your camera off. That's fine. And you just pop your question in the chat box. So you don't have to interact with us at all. Mm. <laughs> you can see or meet me and the whole team, have the whole team there, which is great. And um, so it's like, you know, all the BDMs and the, the scenarios consultants and our COO. So you get to meet us all. But yeah, and no question is a stupid question. Like come along yeah, 100%. And, and learn. Yeah, sweet. Okay. So um, the website was creditfixsolutions.com.au. Mm -hmm. Yeah, beautiful. Yep. So they can see you there. Um, and yeah, I'll add all of that, all those bios in and stuff. So thanks again for yeah. taking the time. It was really good, no informative. It was, yeah, good. it was good shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>